Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. It is a uh, it's a good question on the text page. Now that there's only eight teams, are we going to get a power ranking of the power rankings? It seems like all the outlets oh. that we go to for power rankings kind of shut them down. Why? After the divisional round, because there's only eight teams left. Oh, I will say it's this. Lazy. I will say this. There is, uh, and we're going to get to the C.J. Stroud opponents that are lauding C.J. Stroud in just a moment here. I was looking at an article in the Athletic yesterday that's done all the simulations for the yeah. rest of the playoffs and whatnot, and. And they run 80 jillion simulations, and this is how many times each of the teams won the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. The Texans are the lowest percentage of the eight teams still remaining in the playoffs. To win the Super Bowl. To win the Super Bowl. They win the Super Bowl 3.3% of the time. 3.3%. Disrespect. Disrespect from the computers. I wonder, um, so they I, the biggest obstacle there would be that they have to go through the uh, the 49ers. Um as do like the Bucks, the Bucks would have to go. Or excuse me, I mean the Texans would have to go through the Ravens. Yep. Um, as uh, are the Bucks the next lowest? Bucks are next lowest. Bucks are next four point two percent. Yeah. So they would have to go through the 49ers. Green Bay after that four and a half percent. Green Bay's got to go through the 49ers this weekend. Yep. Uh-huh. Maybe the Bucks. I, I feel like the Bucks should be lower than the Texans the, for sure. But uh, the, yeah, well the Niners, the Niners are thirty three point six percent. The Niners win the Super Bowl a third of the time they run these simulations. That's a massive How often do the Ravens win? 22.6% of the time. It's probably factor in the Texans in there. I will yeah. say this. If the, I mean, if the Texans, if the Texans make it, like if, if they, if they, if the 3.3% hits, yeah. you're going through Baltimore in January. You're going through one of Kansas city or Buffalo in January. And then in all likelihood facing the 49ers, that that's like a Rockets 1995 title run where they had to play all the good teams. Uh, you know what it reminds me of a little bit? Uh, good teams are not just the actual, like the 2017 Astros who went through kind of like they went, they, they Red went, Sox. yeah, the Red Sox and the Yankees, like the, the, the blue bloods and there. the Dodgers. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe the three biggest blue bloods. Yeah. It's true. Like the some big name franchises. So the the Texans. I mean, the NFL. It's a little bit different, obviously. But as far as like of of late, the teams that have been the darlings or the the forces and the ones that are expected to be powerful, dude. You'd be going through some of those big names and big quarterbacks and everything else. You'd be Baltimore, Kansas City, and San Francisco. Yeah, I mean. That's earning it right there. I'm so proud of us for having done that. I'm so proud I'm that we almost, get to talk about this. I'm, I'm just proud that in my mind they've already done it. I'm proud That'd that 3.3% of the time a computer says they can do That's it. That's true. That's good respect from the computer. Not bad. It's more respect than Stephen A. Smith affords them. True. Tell you that much, good, Stephen A. Good, good You're call, so Seth. smart. Where's your 3.3%, yeah, Stephen A.? Loser. 
All right, let's um let's get to speaking of losers, the Indianapolis Colts. They lost to the Texans in week 18 in a must-have it game. So, so real quick though. Yeah, yeah. And then the Dodgers in 2017, as right. much as they whine about that World Series, they had to make it through the Diamondbacks and the Cubs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Stop it already. Wow. Stop. I'm embarrassed we had to go to seven games with you clowns. Ugh. All right. Um the Colts. Zaire Franklin and EJ Speed. Two linebackers for the Colts. They have a podcast, and CJ Stroud came up as a topic on their podcast. It's a Zaire. It's in the trenches with Zaire Franklin. Okay, so it's I think his EJ podcast. Speed's just a guest on this one. Okay, yeah, so it's Zaire Franklin's podcast. I choose to believe he's like the AJ Hawk of Zaire Franklin's podcast. EJ Speed is. Yeah, yeah. EJ just like sits there and kind of reacts to things. No, probably. he actually gives some good stuff here. He, he, yeah. We'll get to EJ in a minute, but here's Zaire Franklin describing what it's like to go against CJ Stroud, and in particular, brings up. All the long down and distance situations that CJ was able to overcome in that game, including the legendary second and 14 throw to Nico Collins. Got to be honest, I got to get that respect to CJ, man. Mm. Uh, bro, hell of a young player, bro. Young player, hell of a player, period. Mm. Uh, definitely, uh, definitely a playmaker in that John, bro. I'm not even going to lie to you, bro. That second and 14 that he threw, bro. When he rolled out, bro, I ain't gonna hold you. So look, like, first of all, was mad. I know ain't nothing worse in the defense than when you get them off schedule. Like you get them first and twenty, second and twenty, third and sixteen, and them get it. Oh my god, what? It hurt. That hurt. Yeah, that's that's hurt. Pain, bro. So like, yeah. when you back on the ball, oh my god, you mad as on that first down. Like what the, that's when you get the what the happened on they side of the fifty. You yeah, bro. Look, we covering man to man. I swear to God, I'm, I'm on. I'm on uh, Singletary. Covering man, I see the pocket collapsing. Singletary start, you know, trying to break free. Scrambled your, I plaster eyes on it. Woo, woo. He break. All right, whatever. Then I see the ball go. I think it's going out of bounds. I'm just watching that. Bitch. Then I see Nico just running for that. Bitch. I'm, nah, I ain't no way. He ain't doing. He caught that. Bitch. I'm like, Singletary just look at me like, that's CJ. Yeah. And that just let me know, like, damn, he be doing shit like that all the time. Every week, it feels like there's a throw we come in on Monday with CJ. Like, yeah. holy smoke. Like, even the games where they've lost, like, wow. I like that. I like that Singletary, uh, you know, can flex a little bit there about his quarterback, but then also is just, uh, like, I don't want to say unimpressed by it, but it sounds like he's he's not surprised by it. He's unsurprised. That's a good way to that, it. Which is nice, because then that's where you get to that point where, you know, CJ yesterday was asked about trust and building trust. Like, yeah, I think there's a trust level there now. Like on the scramble drill, man, man, oh, watch the Eagles, watch the Eagles okay. in their scramble drill. I what was happening? <laughs> no, I just had a bad memory, like of like, the Eagles Seth game. Okay? No, I, like, I, I was, no, I was, I gotta go to the bathroom. You sound like you were in pain. I feel like I need to go to the bathroom because I was thinking about the the Eagles game, where you watch when he was getting blitzed, or when it turns into a scramble drill. Oh my God, Sean! Those Eagles receivers are just standing they're there. They're standing there, dude. Uh, it's crazy. It was so bad. It was so. You have to fire Sirianni. I like. I don't. It was unbelievable. It was just crazy. Like he's got no. And even before the scramble drill, like they're running like four curls on there. Like the, he's got no options. He's got no place to go with the ball. And it was bad. Um, and like the the polar opposite. 
is CJ Stroud on these scramble drills. These guys all know that if they fight their ass off to get open, a there's a chance. Yeah, get to a spot. Yep. You don't even have to get open. Just know where CJ might throw it before you start to get open. You know the ball's going to be there. Get to that spot. Yeah. Yep. That's one thing that Aaron Rodgers was real. I mean, that's one of the reasons Aaron Rodgers always preferred having older receivers. You know, like, not as old as they are now, but is that their scramble drill was brilliant in Green Bay. And a lot of that was that kind of uh, that ESP that he would have with his receivers on them knowing exactly where he wanted to throw the ball. I was watching uh, YouTube, not YouTube, Twitter videos from that guy. Remember the guy we played last week, the Philly guy? Yeah. Who was breaking down all of Nick Sirianni and Brian Johnson's play calls. I went to his feed to see if there's anything worth using. And he had some funny videos, nothing that translated great for this show, but. He did a video about the safety that Jalen Hurts took, yeah. which was a big blow because it was 16-9 to 9 at the time in a game that had kind of settled down. It was right. Yeah, they actually looked. I'd forgotten the game flow there. The The Eagles, they had a nice stop defensively. Yeah. Jalen Hurts was like yelling on the sideline. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. that made it a two-score game in yeah. a game that had kind of settled in to be more of a defensive game in the yeah. second half, made it 18-9. to 9. I didn't realize that that – I don't know what the down was or the distance was. They were on their own 12-yard line. Right, it wasn't the even like they were sc- backed they up, backed in up the, on right, the two. Right, they were on yeah. their own 12, and Jalen Hurts yeah. is just backing up into the end zone. Yeah. That's inexcusable, man. Yeah. I mean, they're yelling at each other. Dallas Goddard's yelling at Jalen Hurts, and Jalen Hurts has one of those personalities that when the chips are down, I've said this before, I think I would yell at Jalen Hurts because he just looks... He looks downtrodden all the time. Mm-hmm. Even like, when things are good. Even when things are good, he looks it's, downtrodden. It's stoic when things are going yes, well, but when it's down. Reverse confirmation. He's got yes. like a weird Eli Manning thing going yeah. just without the dopiness. Yeah. So, yeah. like, he's like, uh, but that which same. I kind of like the dopiness. His you know? face fits whichever situation you want to, like, you, you project exactly. onto him. Yeah. Exactly. Here's one more from Zaire Franklin's podcast. The other voice you're going to hear here is EJ Speed. They're saying CJ Stroud does not do rookie bleep. The crazy part about playing a quarterback like CJ and and another quarterback is like that is Matt Stafford. He For won't sure. even be looking at the read, and then you know he got about one more look before it get ugly for him. And then he look at your guy, and you didn't play so like, uh, got gotcha your ass. And then this motherfucker look somewhere else and throw the ball for a completion. You like, nah. That's what I like about CJ the That's most. That's your third read? You know how degrading that is for a quarterback to hit his third read? He don't CJ don't play the rookie games, bro. I peeped that the first time we played him yeah. though. Like he don't do rookie shit. like he play like he he already lying to you with his eyes. He already lying to you with his drop. He already lying to you with his, his shoulder, shoulder movements and, and little shit like that. That's some shit that you ain't supposed to really have to like year six, seven, buddy. Okay. Whoever your trainer is, slow down, gang. Doing too much. <laughs> I'm gonna start listening to this. <laughs> I like that. I like that your <laughs> So his new trainer would be uh yeah, he's telling Bobby Slowick to slow down. That's why people, I feel like that little snippet there, the very end of that, that's the best indication of when people ask why do teams want Bobby Slowick. It's because CJ is doing a lot of stuff that, um, like, like, as Bobby Slowick would say, you give the credit to CJ Stroud for it, but it is, it's been managed really well in that early on even, CJ was doing a good job looking guys off. But where, you know, Bobby Sloak had kind of made reference to how sometimes you got to pull back on that stuff a little bit. So I think I think CJ wants to do like CJ is aware of and wants to do all those things that really good quarterbacks do. There is no part of CJ that I, I think needs to have it explained to him like, well, no, you need to sometimes sometimes you need to be more careful and take what's easier or whatever. Like, I think he understands all that philosophically. It's just getting the reps and getting that that guidance 
from Bobby Slowick. And Bobby has done a real, like, imagine, if you will, like a swing coach in the in, in the PGA. Like, the greatest golfers on earth need a swing coach. They need a yeah. guy yeah. that kind of is an unbiased, objective eye that can see things from a different perspective and help you get there. And I think CJ is always going to be like that in a lot of ways. Like he's, yes, he has all that. He has all that ability and intelligence and everything else, but you're always going to need a good swing coach. And that's where I get nervous with Bobby Slowick leaving is okay. It's never a slam dunk guaranteed that the next swing coach is going to be the guy. Yeah, that's right. Tiger goes through them like, like Perkins waitresses, you know? (laughs) Yes. Um, I am, uh, I hear cuts like that, Seth. I hear these two guys from a division foe. Just gushing over C.J. Stroud. And my first reaction is, I can't wait for free agency. I cannot wait to see who wants to come here and play on the same team with C.J. Stroud, especially the further these guys go in the postseason this year. A lot of receivers, a lot of, um, lot of well, the tricky one is running back because uh, the free agent running back, that's a whole other discussion. Yeah, I'm just thinking but winning, you know what and, I mean? Like, just pure winning. Like, re- yeah, you know? receivers. I, yeah, but I think if we're talking about C.J. specifically, yeah. Um, because I don't know, like the defensive guys, I I, I always I, I never want to get too wrapped up in like, oh yeah, a place being a destination because of a quarterback. Because the vast majority of guys make decisions. The really good free agents, they go where there's a huge payday. Oh, of course. I, I, like yeah, it, I, I'm not saying the the, the, the world changes. I, I think honestly, where it helps the most is in some of the stuff that Nick's been good at this year, which is getting the guys on one and two year prove it deals. Yeah. Those are the guys that can be invaluable because that all adds up, you know, like if you're going to put it in baseball terms, like, all right, this guy might, this guy's worth a a half win here. This guy's worth a third of a win here. Those guys that the brick and mortar blue collar guys, they're the ones that look at the Texans and CJ Stroud and think, oh, okay, I'm going to look good in that situation. Like Dalton Schultz did this year. I mean, CJ wasn't here yet when he signed. Dalton did it before CJ was was even drafted. He did it based on the system and his interviews with those guys more than anything. Yep. Yep. Um, I think to be honestly, if we're talking about defensive guys, that's probably D'Amico's department there. Yeah. You, go, you know what? Especially guys that are defensive linemen or linebackers. Like, yeah, I want to go play for D'Amico Ryan's, you know, I, it's I hate, the best out of those guys. I hate looking at the free agent list this time of year because they all like the vast majority of the guys at the top are going to get franchise tagged or get new deals. Yeah. 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 The you nice, got to drop to like 15th on the list before you get to an available guy. The, the really interesting thing is, okay, if I were to call up some of the edge rushers though like who of these would you prefer who of these would you prefer at a huge mega contract compared to like let's say if they could re-sign John Grenard on like um, 15 million a you year know, or something. people have brought up Trey Hendrickson mm. for the Bengals Trey Hendrickson had kind of a similar trajectory where he was a good player in his first few years really took off his free agency year. He ended up getting like a like a reasonable, it was less than $100 million. It was like a three or four year deal. He's with been the really good for them. And he's been really good. Yeah. And Hendrickson was the same guy. He was always a good player. It wasn't like he was one of these guys who was lazy and then all of a sudden got good in his free agency year, like an Saints, Albert Hainsworth. Right? Saints, and then yeah, he went to the Bengals. Yeah. yeah. So, like, that's how I look at John Grenard. Like, okay. he's always been good and solid and he's worked hard. It's just this year it really clicked for yeah, him. Give me the names. Josh Allen. From the Jaguars, uh, would you rather give him like 150 million or or? Oh, wow, the boy. Um, I don't know. If that's you you hurt you hurt a def, you hurt a division foe by taking him too. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I like Josh Allen, and he and Josh Allen seems to be getting better every year. He does. Yeah. I don't know anything about, but and I, like, I don't think I, you, like I don't I know that you, I don't know that you'd have to pay like Nick Bosa money to Josh. That's Allen. That's true. Either. I don't think with any of these guys actually. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. Much. Give me give me a couple more names. Brian though. Burns. Brian Brian Burns, I like. Yeah. Yeah. Um. 
A lot of interior defensive line. The interior, there's many. a good, it's a good free agency. I think class it might end up being a, it might end up being a D tackle type of year. Yeah, yeah. Chris Jones didn't actually sign a long term deal, did he? Did I not. Forgot. He's a free agent. Did he? Did he sign? A, was it an agreement where they won't make him a I franchise? Believe so, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wow, that's a mega contract. That would that's thirty five million a year. It's a mega contract, but then all of a sudden you'd have a three tackle rotation there too. That would be pretty damn fierce. He's Chris Jones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, you got Chris Jones, but then yeah. also with Rankins and Collins yeah. too. Like, I like those guys. Well, you got to bring Rankins Is back. Rankins now. on a one year deal. On a one year okay. deal. Yeah, yeah. He's on a one year deal. Those are the premier edge rushers. It's not a really. There's actually way more interior linemen. As I'm just scrolling well, dude, down, there's some serious interior linemen. Yeah, I've looked at that. I've scouted that out. Matt Abuike's in there. Christian Wilkins is in there. Um, one or two more that I can't think of that are that are in that mix. Um, all right, Payne and Pendergast with you. Uh, speaking of Bobby Slowick, you brought up Bobby Slowick with respect to C.J. Stroud. There is one job in which Bobby Slowick is the favorite to land the job. Speaking of division foes, there's one, two, three, four. There's five others where he's in the top three to land a job. Which oh, do we think would be the best fit for Bobby Slowick or is the best fit coming back to Houston? We'll tell you which one he is the odds-on favorite for Next. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. Got a really good tweet here about the idiotic Cleveland take from earlier that I want to read in just a minute, but let's pay off here to the people. Um, Bobby Slowick is a hot candidate right now. I think it's maybe we're just hearing about more of the Bobby Slowick interest because of where we are here. You know, we're getting yeah. reports from people who cover the Texans that Bobby Slowick got this interview request. Maybe we're not seeing all the requests. I I would blindly put up the interest in Slowick against any other coordinator in the NFL right now based purely on the number of teams that have sought to speak to him. Yeah, probably there's him a buzz. and Ben Johnson would, would probably be the top two. And I wonder, too, that's where, uh, like, if Bobby Slowick, who we haven't heard yet whether he's chosen to accept any of these, he'll speak to the media today, so he'll have an that's answer. Right. 
Last week he yeah. said he'll speak to the media likely. That's usually like early afternoon, I think, isn't it? Yes, yes. So they might. Uh, one of our shows will be on during the during it, but it's, I don't think it's. It's always usually like one, two, three. Coordinators aren't as high a priority, it seems like, to put out their content. Yeah, we don't always coach. get it. That not complaining. Quickly. I'm just saying, like it. Yeah, like it's. So they're not on YouTube and whatnot. Regardless, like the fact that Bobby Slowick is being requested by all these teams that he's high up on the odds. Like, okay, you might think the odds are garbage because futures odds often are. And yet it comes, becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. Sometimes if a bunch of owners are looking at the odds boards and seeing who the hot candidates are, and then they meet with Bobby Slowick and they like Bobby Slowick. And, and honestly, I've gone through, I've analyzed this all season long, watching Bobby Slowick press conferences. He's going. He's going to be a very, very good interview in, front of, in front of a no, yeah. but in front of a billionaire. Yeah, yeah. Because there's this is how this is how Russell Wilson sold the billionaire owners of the Broncos on himself is that there's a there's a certain part of them that are impressed by like anything corporate sounding because that's the world they know. Bobby like doesn't sound corporate, but he understands like overarching trends in the NFL. He kind of speaks on a different level sometimes about uh, that, like sorry, the broader picture, which I think a lot of owners feel like, oh, this guy's speaking my language. This is the kind of the, 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 the more high IQ stuff. But also when he talks about football for a guy who I think has the perception, people perceive him as being kind of more on the football nerdy analytical side. Cause he worked at pro football focus and all of that. Um, he talks as much about teaching and communication as he does the actual X's and O's. So I think he touches those, those parts where, again, you're talking, if you're talking to business people who own a team, like what's the, what's the most valuable thing in business? Usually it's a person who can bridge the technical and the human side of things, the people that can, that can communicate about the product to the masses and vice versa. Like, and in sports, it's yeah. that same way. AJ Hinch, guy that can understand the analytics, but also is knows the human side. Um, I think that I think he's really going to appeal to a lot of owners. I think he, I think like at least a, if if he interviews with them, I think they'll be very impressed by him. I agree. The team that is the odds-on favorite, the one team where Slowick is the odds-on favorite to get the job right now, Tennessee Titans. Yeah, Tennessee Titans. Now I would hate to lose Bobby Slowick to anybody. Um, now I will say this: adding Bobby Slowick to your arch rival in the division—that's some juice that's to juice. the Titans Texans rivalry, man. Oh boy, uh, you know what? Slowick v. D'Amico Ryan's you know twice I a year. I, I only watched the first season of Ted Lasso, but remember the little the, the little ball guy, the ball boy or the towel boy that Nate. And, and Nate ended up becoming. I say remember. I know he's a major character, yeah. but I could tell. Okay, by the end of season one, uh, Nate, who was this just nice little innocent kid, for a while turns. Turns evil. Yeah. Right? Spoiler alert. Yeah. That's the end of season one. Yeah. That's, I haven't seen season two. Yeah. Uh, like, maybe maybe that'll be Bobby Sloak. Just nice, fresh faced young kid. Looks like he's 23 years yeah, old, man. but he's older. Yeah. Just like Nate. And all of a sudden, he goes to Tennessee. And he comes in, he's, wear, he's wearing like a, a dyed black beard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nate let his hair go gray. Remember he had dark hair, he let it go gray. Did he do that at season? the end? I don't remember. He, I didn't he, see he the, did it. Okay. No, the next season when he came back as the it. evil coach. Yeah, okay. his hair went gray. Yeah, they really changed his character around. Um, Dan Quinn is number two on the um, Dan Quinn Titans list. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes, please hire Dan Quinn. Please hire oh, that would Dan be amazing. Quinn. That would be amazing. Please hire a guy that'll give you a great regular season defense that falls apart 
Like like water on a witch. That'd be beautiful. Oh, I, um, I did it, Ben. I got it right. Here are... The- <laughs> or on a mugwai. <laughs> that too. Thank um, you. Thank you. Uh, the other jobs, there's three jobs where Bobby Slowick is number two on the list. Number two. So he's the favorite for Tennessee. He's number two behind Ben Johnson for the Washington job, which I think will be a good job. New ownership there, forward-thinking ownership. Number two pick in the draft. You get to kind of build the team in your vision with your quarterback. I yeah. think that would be I think that would be a good job for Bobby Sloak. He's not the favorite, though, Ben Johnson is. Philadelphia and Dallas, he's number two on their list if they fire their current head coaches. Okay. So if they fire Sirianni or if the Cowboys fire McCarthy, he's second in Philly, tied with Belichick. Think about that. Like Bobby Slowick was a passing game coordinator last year. We're less than a year removed from that. He's tied with Bill Belichick as the second favorite to get the job of the team who played in the Super Bowl last year. And I know these odds are what you say they are, but like that's let's, like Bobby Slowick's star is rising. Uh, Vrabel is the favorite to get the Philly job right now if they fire Sirianni. Mike Vrabel. Who, who's the. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. yeah, but he'd be a good fit in Philadelphia. Rabel and Belichick is the favorite for Dallas right now. This is um, heavy. I, we're getting past the point of, I mean, coaches aren't typically fired. They're typically fired within, usually within a day or two. Um, yeah, it's there weird. There seems to be a lot of speculation yeah. about guys. Now, Belichick took a little while for the press conference to actually happen and everything, but it sounds like it was pretty much, they knew about it. Everything was just being handled kind of close to the vest. I think things went so much more poorly with the Cowboys and the Eagles in these playoff yeah. games than even they anticipated. Yeah. I guess that's the difference too. We're talking about, yeah, playoff we're talking teams. about playoff coaches yeah. getting fired. Yeah, yeah. Which hasn't, I don't know if, I mean. Whose teams put up embarrassing performances. Really embarrassing performances. Yeah, so are we Are we acting, are we reacting rashly by doing this? Yeah. You know, like we did win and 12 it, games this wasn't year. wasn't necessarily something that maybe they, maybe they hadn't even really considered it. Yeah. You know, like maybe Jerry Jones really thought like, well, decision. this is the year and no, I'm not going to worry. I never would. Yeah. Like, and he didn't anticipate getting just throttled the way he did. Right, right, just right. destroyed, destroyed, just pathetic. Okay, so if you missed it earlier, we had these morons on this show called the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, mm-hmm. which is basically a show with two heavy set guys and Jay Crawford, formerly of Cold Pizza and Sports Center, Cleveland native. And the heavy set dudes were at the game apparently between the Browns and the Texans. Jay Crawford was not. They talked about the loud crowd at NRG Stadium. These guys seem to think that the Texans were pumping noise into the stadium. Another thing that surprised me, the Texans crowd was a lot better. And you know what? I'm not so sure that there wasn't some help. With oh, do you oh. think they were piping sound in? I'm not so okay, sure see, there wasn't I, some help. I, wow. I've been in stadiums, by the way, where I've wondered that. I'm like... I'm sitting here, and it doesn't feel like this is generating that. Really? Being in that stadium, let wow, me tell you. Wow, that's really is interesting. That not, is that, that's not allowed. No, it's not. Oh, You're not allowed illegal. to pump in artificial noise. I'm just saying. Music, yes. It has to stop when the quarterback breaks the were. Uh, let me tell you something. There are a lot of empty seats in that stadium. Were so, there really? Yes. It's embarrassing. Yes. There Texas was a lot. I want an investigation. All right. So, depending on what you think a lot of empty seats are, there were definitely empty seats. I wouldn't say that. Like a lot of empty seats. I well, look empty at- seats usually. Are, this is the problem. Sometimes, like uh, teams with indoor stadiums, especially, uh, like people from outdoor stadiums, don't realize how comfortable it is on the club level, especially yeah. when people go in. So it's um, at various points in the game, people are either coming in or out, and sometimes they're in. So yeah, I that's that's just that happens with indoor stadiums. So um, this is a great point. I mean, I think it's silly to even speculate. I mean, let's play the one more bit of audio where Jay Crawford seems convinced. 
in the end mm. by this dude who he's talking to that it's fact that they were pumping in sound. Let's play I that. I saw what the tickets were going for on the resale market. It was a joke. Yeah, it was a joke. And there the, there the, was not I the mean, interest the, there. The lower bowl was packed, but like the middle row and the uppers, there were a lot of empty seats. So then that, listen, your theory I think might have some credence to it because at home, I, I a number of loud. times said, damn, this crowd is bringing it. I yeah. underestimated their fans. Zach and I looked at each other early on and were like, and Zach was the first one that said, there's no way this crowd's making that noise. There's no way. Because, wow, so that's I'm just, really disappointing. I'm just saying, I know it's, <laughs> I know it's <laughs> illegal and it's against the rules, and nobody in the NFL ever cheated Here's before. New- I love the guy, the, Zach and the guy wearing a Louis Vuitton shirt uh, as a 350-pound stubby white dude um, is like, they're all of a sudden become like, wow, that's yeah. disappointing. Those are the authorities now that they've spoken. Right. That, so Jay Crawford uh, thinks that they're, at, they're, they're speaking facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really disappointing. Yeah. I'm really disappointed He's in that. such a bonehead. Well, Jay Crawford. Um, Sergio on Twitter yeah. brings up a great point. Wasn't Roger Goodell at the game? Yeah. I guess these guys yeah, included in the no- Chester Pitts. Yeah, like he was. He- like Goodell was sitting there with Chester Pitts. Right. Uh, right. Like, uh, uh, Two biggest politicians in the NFL be, ecosystem. Give it a little credit. Yeah, the piped in noise stuff. Um, commissioners just, at the game, they're going to pipe random in noise. By. Honestly, I feel like this is how this is how teams end up getting a toxic virus that never leaves like why Cleveland is cursed like that this is what they'd be grasping for yeah this is like there's something wrong with the city of Cleveland obviously even LeBron James just swoops in every now and then to fart his greatness all over you and then he leaves he leaves you with the pink eye because he just can't stomach it right you know he can't even live in Akron beautiful beautiful Akron beautiful Akron lovely (laughs) lovely Suburban Akron. The Akron. Look, uh, look, even the beloved Kelsey brothers leave. They don't want to be around. No, nope. you know, no, nope. I'm sure that nobody, nobody personifies Ohio better than Travis. Desmond Kelsey. Howard got up and out of there. Whenever I think of somebody like, oh, yeah, Travis Kelsey, that's an Ohioan right there. Right. That's uh, that guy is emblematic right. of Ohioans. Right. If I ever saw one, yeah. <laughs> I um, haven't liked Cleveland ever since they threw uh, they, they threw bottles of urine at me. As I left the, nobody ever confirmed there were bottles of urine, but I'm, I'm overweight. So apparently that's the, the standard. Um, I'm slightly overweight. So I'm allowed to just make accusations about oh, yeah, teams yeah, and yeah. That's I'm not cool. wearing a, like the guys on the podcast. Yeah. I'm not heard, wearing right. a valise on my, on my chest. Like no, that one dude is, no, but, but you yeah. can just make baseless accusations. Yeah. If you're over a certain weight, I was in that yeah. game though, where they, every, the, you know, when you see the bottles being thrown at you the Jaguars as they're leaving the field. Yeah, it was really super Was there weird. definitely urine in any of them? Could you tell? I made the accusation that there were. Yeah. That's all so we So I need. guess it's fact. No, oh, what am I, Wait, what am I supposed to say? That's really disappointing. That's really disappointing that yeah. they would throw urine. That means they publicly exposed themselves too yeah. To, yeah. Uh, to fill the, the bottle of urine up. Hey, someone on the text page said to go back and watch Teen Wolf and they said in the scene where the crowd starts coming out of the bleachers at yeah. the end that there's a guy like in the upper right-hand corner who whips out his junk. <laughs> now I have to go watch this today. <laughs> like they show Max, I feel like seeing it. I don't know. It was a text message. I'm just telling you what oh. they said on the text page. Okay, when is the scene? It's at the end where the t- where everybody's pouring out 
from the stands. Remember, Teen Wolf won the game. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, so and, was and there? I wonder if there was somebody that showed up. You know, everybody they else people, is they coming pay, out. On well, the, they pay people to be extras in those movies and everything. Yeah. And I wonder if like uh, that, that kid just, just whipped pulled it out. that prank. Yeah. 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 And it made and it. And the editors edit? didn't figure it out. Or they thought oh, it. Or they thought awesome. it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> Teen Wolf extra. Right, I'm gonna let you look that up. Yeah. Let you look that up. Um. The Teen Wolf penis bomb. Is that on there? Yes. Thank you, Dexter. <laughs> oh my God! Okay, so the one of the characters is making out with a right. woman in an with 80s boof. sweater. Yeah, and with boof. Yeah, and uh, somebody else in a cardigan starts walking down, and uh, though there's a <laughs> <laughs> did he do it? Yeah, yeah. There's a guy just standing on the bleachers that pulled, but. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got to look at it during the break. I got to get us to break here. You're going to have to talk about Mokarum here. Compose yourself in just a second. Oh um, all right, next segment coming up, final segment. Let's hear from D'Amico Ryans. The three most important components of the Baltimore Ravens. D'Amico talked about all three of them yesterday. We'll have that for you next. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. All right, the, there, there's three elements to the Ravens. There's actually way more than three, but three that make them super dangerous and really, really good. The first one is the obvious one, Lamar Jackson. He's going to be the MVP of the league this year. Um, he's going to be named MVP of the league. Uh, here is D'Amico Ryans yesterday on how you approach stopping Lamar Jackson. Hey, you can throw as many things at Lamar as you want to, but he finds a way to make plays. That's what makes him a special player. No matter what type of looks you he's gotten on tape, right? He's made a ton of teams play pay because of just his playmaking ability. Right. He's seen a lot, made a lot of plays, so it's gonna be a challenge no matter what we present or what we throw at him. Um yeah, and he's he you know, he he's uh well I think Monkin and him have a yeah. nice thing going this the big, year. The big thing is that uh, you know the Texans really haven't faced a slew of two uh, uh, dual threat quarterbacks this yeah. year. Um, Kyler Murray was not himself. I think he was he was a he was tired physically by the end of that game, and b he was adjusting to a new offense. Yeah. So I don't really put him in that same category. They face some slippery quarterbacks, but yeah. none that attack you with the running attack right, like Lamar right, Jackson. Right, right. You're designing yeah. stuff. And like them. and like and you know on, in fairness to. Like Lamar Jackson, very few dual threat quarterbacks are anything like Lamar Jackson. That's right. I think he's just he's very very strong as well as fast. Obviously, I don't think he's as fast as he was before his injuries, but still, um, it doesn't matter. He's still more athletic than just about anybody out there. But he's also now. I I think the one big thing that he's doing this year that people weren't sure about was attacking outside the numbers. 
Because there'd always be like, look, he, he had trouble throwing outside the numbers. And people would show highlight reels of various throws he had made outside the numbers and act like, well, look, he can do it. No, people weren't saying he couldn't ever do it. It was that he didn't consistently do it well. So that gets easier to game plan for when you got a guy who's got limitations on certain areas of the field. What he's been able to do with Todd Monken as his offensive coordinator is he's been much more adept at attacking every area of the field. So that when you can't take, when you don't have to, when you can't just ignore parts of the field, then obviously becomes a whole lot harder to account for everything else that Lamar Jackson can do. The other thing that I don't think quite comes across in the numbers is the fact that they are a, they're a tight end heavy passing game. They don't necessarily, they're not routinely taking the top off of defenses with the pass game, but they can move the chains through a combination of the pass game and the run game and the quarterback run game and, and just, just play good, solid football. Uh, and that's where it's in the, the intimidation factor is one of just almost the, the completeness of the football team. Um, They've got Mark Andrews designated to return from IR. Yeah, He's on the injury list yesterday as limited with an ankle with a designation to return. So he's not officially back yet. He's in that practice window right now where they're evaluating him to come back. But in his absence, Isaiah likely has become a nice target for Lamar Jackson. Yeah. So if you get Andrews and likely out there on the field together, that is really taxing the Texans linebackers and safeties in this game. Yeah, I wonder, you know, if if you're going to look at the old debate between rustiness and sharpness and the fact that the the Ravens will have basically had 3 weeks off um by the time they play this football game. I don't know if there's any validity to it, but if there is, man, striking early would be a really really good thing for multiple reasons in this game cuz because the Ravens have been so good, they've not played from behind much at all. They've had a lead for much of the season, like um, like in, in percentage of quarters that they've had a lead this season is really high. They've haven't had to come back for more than seven points in a game. So if there is any rust to be had, man, that quick strike that they've started to get better and better at over these last few weeks since CJ came back, the quick strike would be really, really... This would be a perfect time to use it. I think there's an argument to take the ball if you win the coin toss. Yeah, okay, I see that now. There's an argument. Yeah, yeah, okay, whatever rust they might have, let's go ahead and test them right let's, now. Let's get points let's out Let's see. Of it. Okay. Yeah, 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 just... Uh, um, I, I think there's an argument. I Now, they've the Texans have won the coin toss like the last four games, and they defer every time. So we know when it's a percentages situation, D'Amico chooses to take the ball in the second half. But I'm with you. I, I think getting a lead in this game would be big. I think maybe you take the crowd out of the game a little bit, all those things. And you have an offense that you can trust with the football on an opening drive. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not just doing it because we're sitting here saying just, hey, you got to take the lead early in the game. Go ahead, Brock Osweiler. Go get us a touchdown. Right, right. You know, yeah. you're putting one of the best quarterbacks in football over the last month that is, out know, there on the field. That's a sneaky advantage the Texans have is that, look, they've got – very good coaches over there, um, as the Texans have. It, you know, in a lot of ways, this is a this is a Bobby Slowick versus McDonald, the the defensive coordinator yeah. of the the Ravens, who's himself uh, a candidate for a lot of coaching jobs. Um, but there's way more film on Lamar Jackson, not in this Todd Monken offense, but historically, you've got a lot more of okay, what are you've like. He's more of a known quantity. Even though he's different in this offense, he's more of a known quantity. And I wonder if some of the tendencies and some of the things that they might think about him um, are more uh, are more of an advantage for the Texans than you have on on CJ Stroud. 
That's right. where I'm going to I'm going to roll with that, Sean. Yeah, I like, I like the quick strike for rustiness yep. and the fact that C.J. Stroud is still a developing quarterback whose tendencies are not written in stone as of yet. All right, let's get to the defensive side. You mentioned Mike McDonald, the defensive coordinator, the Lamar Jackson, big linchpin for the Ravens. I think there's two on defense. There's actually several on defense. Their defensive line's really good with Matt Abuike. The, the engine that makes their defense go are the two inside linebackers. Yeah. I'm combining into one person right now. Uh, Roquan Smith and Patrick Queen. Or as I like to call them, Roquatrick Queen Smith. <laughs> yeah. Um, but here is D'Amico Ryans on their two inside linebackers. Yeah, Roquan and, and Patrick, they do a, they're a dynamic duo. You talk about Roquan is... He's just solid in every aspect of uh, just being a true linebacker, right? Really taking on that role of Ray Lewis in that in that defense. I've always liked Roquan since he was at Georgia. Thought he was an exceptional playmaker, sideline to sideline linebacker, and plays a physical brand of football that kind of it's, it's starts to miss. It starts you start to miss it in the game. But Roquan, he plays physical sideline to sideline, so really pops off the tape. And then you have Patrick, right? He's another guy who can. I mean, you talk about covering, you talk about uh, covering up grass. Like He can run all, all across the field, and he can make plays as well. So you know, they do a really good job playing off of each other, and I think Mike has done a great job putting them in position to make plays. As, as one of our listeners reminded me this morning, Mike McDonald has actually coached in two games versus C.J. Stroud because he was the Michigan, Michigan yeah. coordinator. So he's 2-0 and versus C.J. Stroud. Mm. Uh, but C.J. has also game. seen him twice. Yep. The other would be that as long as the Texans don't try to force the ball to Rex Burkhead on third down, right. then, then Roquan Smith can't uh, completely destroy Oh, us. that's right. Yeah. The, referring to the interception in the Chicago, when he was a member of the Chicago Bears When the go-to year. guy, yeah. the gotta-have-it guy, Rex Burkhead, short of the sticks on yep. third down, was targeted by Davis Mills and threw, threw a, a pick. pick six. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was when he was in Chicago. And then, I mean, that was... was traded Ro- a few weeks Roquan later. Smith was traded and became kind of the catalyst to the Ravens looking a lot more like a classic Ravens defense. Yeah, they're, they're, one, they're that rare defense where a few like they're the the engine that makes them go are two off ball linebackers. Yeah, yeah. that's interesting. Patrick Queen is a a free agent this year. I he believe, is. Right? He yeah. is. Yeah, he's on the list, man. That might not be a bad one. Hey, John. Earlier we were saying that um, you come from an era when sports media people were still kind of divas, and yet you don't absolutely you don't seem to be, you don't seem to be a diva yourself anymore. Yeah, I try not to be. I try not to be a diva. Yeah, anymore nor any less. No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, you are absolutely right. Like those were the superstars, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and they and they for some reason felt like their stuff didn't stink. I will say this: back then, columnists were paid probably twice as much as they are now. Even, oh yeah, yeah. You know, given all the inflation oh, yeah. and everything. Like guys like Randy Galloway and uh, Blackie Sherrod and uh, Dan Jenkins, they worked at newspapers. I mean, <laughs> they worked at. But they were the voice of you know they were the voice of the city though you know what or I mean? at least they exactly. thought themselves to yeah, be yeah and yeah. they thought themselves well, they, they were both like it. yeah there was nobody both. there was no internet <laughs> fucking them down seven notches exactly <laughs> true there was nobody to it was kind of like oh I'm gonna go read the column and okay I guess yeah. that's what that's what Lopez said it's yeah. gotta be true yeah. now you have shows that break down their columns his opinion's <laughs> gotta know? be correct yeah, yeah. oh yeah. that's some barbecue sandwich. yeah I wanted to give you that so thank all those people up there in New York can know what it's really like oh thank you. Yeah. I always love them. That's a nice <laughs> surprise. Yeah. I think we're out. Oh, good. Oh, good. Awesome. And you can get it at Texas Star Grill Shop. Yeah, and OGSauce.com just launched yesterday. Oh, shut Oh, really? Up. Yeah. OGSauce.com. Damn straight. Wow. Yeah, how about okay. that? 
Did you get some? Did you hire a designer? Or did you just get go to like CompuServe? I had and someone do it help me. Yeah, oh, okay. I, I had some. It looks really good. It looks really <laughs> Say good. CompuServe. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Facebook. Ooh, that's GeoCities.com. No. <laughs> yeah. That was a good website. Look at that. Oh, you yeah. look it up. It looks yeah. good. Yeah, it it's looks like really it loads good. quickly. Yeah, it's simple. Yeah, it's are there not, any? Is yeah. there a video on there of you telling us why there OG are, sauce? If you scroll down, there are a couple of videos. There's a bunch of testimonials. There's uh, merch on the way. Yeah. Really, merch? Okay, uh, okay. probably social proof next week. Um, so. Who's your most famous testimonial that you have on the on the uh, OGSauce.com? Either Mattress Mac. It's a good one. Yeah, or Cal McNair. Okay, those are both good ones. Yeah, yeah. Cal McNair. Yeah, nice. I did a video. Big fans of the He's OG a big sauce. fan. He's yeah. a big fan. Yeah. Yeah. Uses so. it in that backyard barbecue. Yeah. OGsauce.com. I'm on it right now. I can yeah. buy a case or two bottles. Yeah. It's just nice. tough. I have two you very good need? friends in the barbecue sauce business. <laughs> you and Jim Ross. Yeah. For my limited knowledge of online retail, John, mm-hmm. I think you need a third choice here for buying options. And that is? Uh, just something in between those two. Oh, we're like, have merch. Because people have... choose the middle. No, no, no. As far as like... Well, the reason I did yeah. that, uh, uh, behind the curtain, so to speak, Yeah. if I bought two bottles... And they were they're seven dollars a piece, and they're fourteen dollars, and shipping was sixteen dollars. Yeah, I wouldn't buy it. So right, we're just right. baking it all in there. One bottle's not worth it for anybody. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? No, yeah, no, no. Yeah, I say, yeah. but maybe like a uh, instead, uh, you've got a case here. You should have an option for like six cases, because then people oh, look wow. at it and they're like, oh, I don't need six, but one case is fine. If you, if they, you, you generally <laughs> always want to have saying. one item that's like way above what most three hundred eighty-seven dollars. It, it makes it sets the it sets the bar higher for what their standards you. are. They're like, you. oh, yeah. some people must buy six cases. I'll just get one. When you get you. merch, are you going to have maybe like a gift basket we can get where we get like three bottles of OG sauce, a T-shirt. And a signed copy of Taking we're gonna have We're going like to have a Pastorini uh, book in there. We're going to have a snapback cap, a shirt, the bottle, tongs. Hoodies. And, uh, and uh, uh, barbecue gloves as a gift. Oh, tongs, oh cool. Tongs. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Funny you asked. Yeah. Yeah. No. Okay. Mm-hmm. A minute here for my friends at OG Sauce. <laughs> I didn't expect yeah. it, but I'm glad. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm glad you brought it up. Good deal. Good deal. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I'm sure you guys are going to be getting the, cr- getting, the, uh, getting the crowd. Dude, it is Hi, happening. Landry. How it you doing, Landry? It is happening. Yeah. I'm doing great, man. Yeah. I'm doing great. How we feeling? I'm ready to go, man. Uh, yeah, I'm ready good. to go. I am too. I am too. Um, all right, we're gonna let you guys go. Uh, John Lopez, Landry Locker, Figgy Fig. They are in the loop. You've been listening to Crosstalk, brought to you by DM Leasing. You're listening to KILT and KLT HD2 and Odyssey Station. Seth, 6 a.m. tomorrow. Antibodies yes, to you. Antibodies and one day closer. Werewolf junk to you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Appreciate that. We are out of time. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 